This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 864 AR VR UR. You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's mighty mighty my map podcast with the G- uh, with the G that's all I can say this week guys away and so everybody I very nearly decided to take the week off from recording as well but actually last Friday I met up with a listener and he said what's all this about no recording next week so I said to him well come on and we'll do a show so with no further ado my co-host this week is Carl the Mad Madden. How are you, Carl? I'm I'm not too well, as you very much know at the moment, guys. <laughs> yes, I I do know you're not very well, uh, and I'm not sure how much I I didn't want to say anything because I don't know what you want to tell the listeners or not tell the listeners. Oh, I tell them. I don't mind sharing my life story. So. <laughs> Well, go, go, you might as well go ahead. Guy's I, not here. Guy's not here to speak for himself. So, uh, so tell us all about your your unfortunate well, week. I well, when I finished difference. work on Friday, I had I had a, a skip in my step and a, a smile in my heart or whatever as I was going down London to meet you guys. You know, obviously for a, a, a night of drinking. And as I cycled home, full of like, yay, the week's over. My the joy, the joys of August That's it. or September. My bike decided to disintegrate under me just as I went over across the railway tracks. And I plummeted to the ground, scraped along the pavement, bruised up my arm, bruised, uh, scraped up my legs, bruised my ribs, and I'm in agony now. <laughs> so to make me laugh too much, you're going to hear this like, uh, in my voice, yeah. <laughs> where my ribs... But um, I've got but you're, around. You're, I mean, you're you're okay. I mean, I did hear actually as I was coming down on the train about an incident, a rail incident. So I think you must have derailed a train it's as well. Right. I'm not that fat. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say you was fat. I thought he was going for a Richter scale problem there. <laughs> for everybody who doesn't know, Carl he is not. He's not a fat chap. But he is a very big chap. Um, and obviously, um, it's a long way for you to fall, isn't it, Carl? So you yeah. must have hit the ground with a thump. I did. But I, I managed, yes, it was still fairly fresh. I managed to badge myself up you yes. know, and get myself yes. still to the pub. You which did. Which might, might not have been you the did. best idea, but I figured we was drinking alcohol all night, so it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> it numbed the pain. It did. Numbed the pain. It did. Cool. Um, good. Good. Well, at least you're at least you're still alive, and at least you're recording. So that that's good news. So hopefully there'll be a Mac and forth next week as well. So huh? good. Good. Um, I, I, but as you mentioned, you're not going to work tomorrow. That's, no, that's or good. Tuesday or Wednesday. I think from the moment of the <laughs> Good. Well, I, I, we wish you well. Happy repairing of body oh, parts. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, I I actually fell off my bike this week as well. What? Yeah, so it's a trend. Um, I did. I, I'll you'll laugh. Any cyclist who goes clipless will understand what I what, what I'm about to tell them. Anyway, I went on several big rides this week, including a trip onto on the train uh, down just a couple of stations to meet up with uh, a family member and uh, many of his friends from his village to join them. They're doing an epic journey. They've they've basically gone from south of Oxford. They rode up 
uh, through Milton Keynes. So anybody outside the UK has got no idea what I'm talking mm-hmm. about here. Up through Milton Keynes, uh, the edge of Bedford, and then uh, they came into Wellingborough. And then from Wellingborough, um, I joined them for part of the ride up to uh, a town called Loughborough. From Loughborough, they were going to Telford. And then from Telford, they were scooting back round. I'm not sure where the next stop was, but then they were heading back to Oxfordshire. So there were four, four or five days of about 60 miles a day. So, uh, yes, it's, it's a, a, a yearly cruise. They even had a support vehicle coming at the back. He didn't have any bikes in it. He was just carrying all their bags for when they stop overnight. But uh, anyway, at one point, because it was a group of about a dozen people, they don't all cycle together all the all the time, you know. You get splits in in the ride, and we pulled up and waited for this the the group that was behind us. Well, uh, the a few riders were in front of me, and they they got up onto the pavement, um, and I thought oh, I'll just get the front wheel up, so I scooped the front wheel up, you know, just lifted it and flipped it up onto the pavement, and then my back wheel went up, and it was quite tight, so I started to turn right, and as I turned right, I started falling right. Well, then I tried to unclip my left foot because that's what I'm used to doing, you see, in these clip lists. bit ironic, really. They're called clip lists, but actually you're clipped in. Mm. It's all a bit... It's because when they've gone from the old, you know, the, the hoods where you put your foot in like a, a cage, that's what they were calling clips. So when you actually went to these metal uh, toe clips, they then call them clip lists. It's weird. Mm. Don't ask me. Anyway, as I tried to unclip that left leg, I kind of twisted it and turned myself even more to the right so i just it was slow motion of me just falling to the right now i didn't tell you this on friday night did i no <laughs> so i've got a bit of a, a bit of a scratch on my knee so compared to your bandages my knee injury was you know rather light in comparison <laughs> i've got to say and i certainly didn't didn't end up with a bright a bike which was in half it, it could have been like that scene from jaws you know <laughs> where we were showing off our scars and whatnot yeah, you should have done. Yeah, you call that a scar. God, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have done that. We should have done that. Look at um, this rib poking through. Oh, look at <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, I've got some rugby injuries I can oh, tell you all about. I, I wouldn't. Uh, perhaps, perhaps we won't go down there. Um, so I've only really been using my Mac oh, to oh. do. Oh, 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 to twice. do this pod recording this week. So, uh, yeah, all a bit all a bit light, I've got to say. Um, anyway, I'm going to do, we, we're on um, the Ordnance Survey, and I don't know whether you've been find, finding this interesting or not, but tough if you haven't. Um, I'm doing a snippet of, and this is not the snippets, this is not Gaz's snippets, this is a snippet of history over the Ordnance Survey, um, because I use the Ordnance Survey map app to do my bike ride. And uh, I was asked some time ago, for anybody who's new and not uh, got no idea why I'm doing this bit of history, uh, could I tell them a little bit about the apps that I'm using for my bike rides? And not only am I telling people about this app, I'm telling them about the whole history about the Ordnance Survey. But there you go. Anyway, we're covering 1945 to 1999 currently. Uh, and I think we're moving very quickly into the 70s. So computers were used to simplify updating future map editions. Uh, And in 1971, digital mapping was introduced to large-scale map production. A year later, the first outdoor leisure map, the Dark Peak, 
was published, while 1973 saw the production of the first large-scale digital map. This was, said director, General G, sorry, General B. St. G. Irwin, crikey, there's a name and a half, an event of the greatest possible importance in mapping. Electronics transform surveying equipment, light beam technology and automatic data recording equipment led to much faster data collection. In 1974, the Ordnance Survey Director General position became a civilian post. Uh, the one-inch map was, was replaced by a metric 1 to 50,000 Land Ranger map. Um, popular areas of 1 to 25,000 scale mapping were used to create outdoor leisure maps, with the remainder of this national series called Pathfinder. Uh, and a lot of people, I think, in the UK will, will recognise those, I think, the slightly pinkish colour maps, which you used to find in almost all news agents, and certainly whenever you went into uh, Smiths. WH Smiths, they, I think they still had them. Um, in 1983, the last military personnel left the Ordnance Survey, making it a wholly civilian organisation. The War Depo Department's broad arrow remained in the Ordnance Survey logo a further 21 years afterwards, a nod to its military past. In 1990, Ordnance Survey became an executive agency and work began on the National Global Positioning Network to replace the Triangulation Network. A year later, it celebrated its bicentenary with a reception in the Tower of London with Her Majesty the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh. God rest his soul. Commemorative postage stamps were issued in recognition uh, of the two successive. Oh, oh no, uh, I've got a got a bit of a. a, a a paragraph break here. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, in 1995, Ordnance Survey launched its website and digitised the last of about 230,000 maps, making Britain the first country in the world to complete a programme of large-scale electronic mapping. Computer further tra computers further transformed the map-making process, with electronic data becoming routinely available to customers within 24 hours of being surveyed. That's pretty quick, isn't mm. it? Um, by the end of the 1990s, all field surveyors were using handheld pen computers to record field measurements and transfer the results back to head office. By the end of the millennium, the agency was, desi was designated a trading fund, required to cover its costs by charging for its products and give a proportion of its profits to the Treasury. Boo. The government still has its fingers in the pie. Um, yeah, so the, we, we're really getting close to the end now. Um, of, uh, of the Ordnance Survey, and I, I hope anyone's listening has found it interesting. I, I've actually found it quite interesting going through it. it I don't is, know about you, Carl. Yeah, I tell you what, it shows you we we live on the shoulders of giants because these yep. people have done, done all this work that we're totally unaware of yep. to map out yep. the land, well, not just England, but other countries are doing their own ways yes. as well. Yep. And, and we just take it for granted now. We go, oh, we go there, but beep, beep, beep. Right, that's why I yep. go. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just incredible the amount of, of stuff which goes on in the background, which technically it's, you know, it's incredible stuff which is going on and which is done. Um, but it's all done off the back of something else. Yeah. You know, you, you have to have a starting point of technical and um, um, well, technical knowledge. Uh, and scientific knowledge to start the whole thing off in the first place. But yeah, absolutely. I think we are pretty much, 
one of the most mapped countries in the world. I mean, the ordinance, I don't, I don't know of many other countries which has got the detail of mapping, which is easily available to us as we have here. Um, and I, I love it, actually. I love it, especially when we're doing our walking. Anyway. However, us blokes still refuse to ask directions. <laughs> I'm always asking direction. It's Where just, am I? I, 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 just, I just take a sneaky leak look at my uh, ordnance survey map. <laughs> Never. I, it, it used to, actually, actually, when I went to... I don't know whether I should say this or not. I'm going to. I I was told where to meet my my brother and his friends on Friday for the bike ride, um, and I'd looked at the map and it said we're in this Premier Inn in Wellingborough, and I looked at the map and it I had to go up this road and it was on the left hand side, and I'd looked at another map about a week ago when he told me where they were, and in. I, I vaguely remember seeing it on the right-hand side. Anyway, I was following the map of the day. And I rode past, looking left. And I couldn't see this place. I couldn't see this place. And I actually went up to a guy and said to him, Excuse me, do you know where? I felt quite proud of myself now, I actually asked. And he went, No, I'm not from around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, uh, he went, Oh, no, actually, I do know where it is. It's just down there on the left-hand side. But because I'd been looking left, I'd had to turn back, and then it was on my left-hand side going down the road. Anyway, anyway, there's the confusion. Um, you'll just, you might have to, excuse me, um, the dog was, a few minutes ago, sleeping. We're, it's just, I'm in a house at the moment with just me and the dog, um, and I'd got taken him out for a walk, and he was sleeping on the settee, but he's now, he's now jumping up and, huh. and wanting some attention. So you'll have to excuse me, everybody, if if you hear things going on in the background which sound a bit odd, or me suddenly going, "Get down, Patch, Wilf, Petra." Shep, that's the name. That's the name. I knew you'd remember. Shep, come on! Every British Get, person of a yeah. certain age knows Shep. Well, yes, yeah, absolutely. Get down, Shep. Mr. Noakes. I knew. Yeah. I, I remembered his name. Anyway, anyway, let's move on before I completely do a transcendental whatever diversion which i was hoping not to uh and, and totally off-road us now we're going to go into gaz's snippets i might have over i might have over screamed myself there so gaz's snippets everyone um so carl as guy does um just jump in when you want uh, and for those thinking you've missed which mic Guy is using today. Of course, Guy's not here, so who cares? Um, <laughs> I just had to say that. Now, it's not only Apple, Carl, that gets hit with leaks. GoPro Hero 10 leak reveals a new camera processor upgrade. Good. Because <laughs> they've been using it? the old processor for ages now, and it's really hitting the end of its life. So right. a new processor upgrade will make it do much better things. Excellent. That's, I know it's not Apple, but actually, I might have to come on to that and, on my bike ride because I do occasionally use a GoPro, so cool. Um, Tim Cook. Tim Cook wants to oversee one more major new product category before stepping down as Apple CEO. Um, 
I think this is a bit of a report from uh, uh, from our friends out there in in cloud cuckoo land. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me. I, you know, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me. He'd like to be in there for just one. Now, d- the thing is with that though, that could mean um, because he wants to see one more major product release or product category. Is that a single item? Is it a range of products? Is it a service car? Um, or is it, you know, and, and how big has it got to be? How major has it got to be? They could release in the next five years 10 products, all individual, but none of them are major. So he, he might have to be there for 20 years before they do one more major product. Yeah, I mean, we still hear rumours about Steve Jobs being aware of stuff that's coming out today even. You know, like yes. you know, yes. so far ahead. Oh, sorry, it was so far ahead. He was so far ahead. Like they planned things so far ahead that he was still aware of what was in the pipeline. Um, so it, it, like Tim Cook, he, he, what's he? He can bring out anything, anything. We got an announcement probably next uh, this month now, and I'm sure they'll announce something newish. Um, of course, we will. As you say, it'll be a, like everyone's thinking it'll be a car or AR or or something like that, but. Uh, it could be anything, really. Just moving now, over to M1 is a big step, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Now, and that is something which you know may have been on the cards, but I certainly don't think that Steve Jobs would have been um, as you know imagining. Well, maybe he was as imagining the changeover to a new processor because I did it once guy before. Was. So guy so was, you, you, guy was, yeah. <laughs> guy was way ahead of his time, and then he reverted just um, in time. He, he chickened out, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway, Ted Lasso has topped. Hollywood Critics Association TV Awards. Well done for them recognising it. I'll tell you what concerns me about Ted Lasso and the US audience, Carl. I don't know about whether you've ever thought about this. I wonder how appreciative they are of the swearing that goes on in it. <laughs> Probably not Because <laughs> there's some classic swearing in it. There is some classic British swearing goes on in that show. And uh, it, it is funny. Um Apple has acquired classical music streaming service Prime Phonic. Um, did you mention this on your show? Yeah, so you if, did, if you, you try and search for classical music on Apple Music, or basically any of them really, it's a complete pain in the butt because it's obviously all done by the... Who, who is it by? Is it by Mozart or is it by the conductor or is it by the, the, the orchestra that does it? And it's sort of all mixed up in different ways and listed in different ways. So you can, it's very hard to find exactly what you want to find. So they come up with an alternative app running alongside Apple Music, but part of the same, you know, Apple Music uh, cost. Then that'd be great for all the people who are aficionados. But then you'll probably go, oh yeah, it's not high, it's not high quality enough for me. Because, <laughs> but <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it it is. There are lots of variants and variations mm. of the same piece of music. Different, you know, not only different orchestras but you could have different orchestras with different conductors yep and and they'll have recordings of each of those different types and it's just yeah it's tough but yeah good well good i like i like the odd bit of classical music yeah, yeah. star wars the opening theme is classical music to me always <laughs> trumpets and everything going off oh <laughs> uh, you like listening to brass bangs right okay um Apple shares hit a new all-time intraday and closing high at $153.12. There's a bit of a theme going on this week with that, certainly. 
Um, apparently, the Apple Watch has saved an Arizona woman's life. Um, so basically, the Apple smart watch came to rescue of a 70, 70 year old Arizona woman. And I've got to say that actually, now this was about their, uh, I think this was about her heart rate. Uh, attri- uh, a trivial fibrillation or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, when I fell off my bike, I don't know whether you got it, Carl, yep. but I actually looked at my watch and it said, uh, it's going to make an emergency call in five. <laughs> in fact, I should have my music ready, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There, it, there it is. So I'm going to make an emergency call in five, four, <laughs> I only went. I only went to two because that's when I stopped it. That's right. <laughs> um, and then it asked me a couple of questions about whether um, whether I had fallen or not. So I said, I thought I've got to say yes because if I say no, that might change its algorithm. Mm. And if it happens to me again, it might not ask next time. So I said yes, I fell. And then it asked me another question. It said, "Okay, are you okay? Or did yep. you fall and are you okay?" So that was the response I had to give to it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm a guy, I'd say, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it yeah, hurts I'm so fine. much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Apple, um, among tech companies lobbying against tax hikes, included in three and a half trillion economic US plan. Sure they are. I wonder, I wonder why they're lobbying against that. Carl, I don't know whether you've got any thoughts on why they might be doing that. Um, The Japan Fair Trade Commission has closed Apple App Store investigation. Um, Apple will let developers of reader apps around the world link to an external website to set up and manage an account beginning early next year. Mm -hmm. Mm, Not sure whether some of those companies still think that's enough, though. No, they want Uh, alternative payment schemes in the app. I think is what they want. Yes. yes, 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 yes. And my next story, well, was just like a bit of a follow up to that. Um, now, but apparently, as Apple antitrust antitrust case has ended in Japan, a new one has opened in <laughs> India. <laughs> oh, I just don't. Oh, I don't oh. It must be the only way some of these countries can actually make any money. Well, probably is at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. And apparently Spotify CEO says Apple's App Store sign-up changes are the right direction, but still unfair. Mm. I want to know when Spotify is going to allow me to sign up for Apple Music. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. You want to, you want to send that email to your MP, that's <laughs> that question. Um, Apple's upcoming AR VR headset to require connection to iPhone. Now, we're going to talk a little bit, just a little bit, because Carl has had a revelation um, over the last couple of weeks, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, headsets in the next section, just briefly, um, and we might carry on on a discussion about this as well. Um, Apple shares have hit a new all-time closing high at $153.65. That's the second part of this uh, week's theme. Uh, that beats your other one. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. Well, it should do, really, shouldn't it? <laughs> Rogue Amoeba has pulled Fission Editor from the Mac App Store over yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple's lack of improvements. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say what I think about Rogue Amoeba because I'm I, I do use their apps, but sometimes I do have some wonderings about um about uh, Mister Fafarkis Kafarsis Kafarsis. Yeah, and that's me taking the mickey, I'm afraid. Sorry. Um, Apple sends 50 boxes of Ted Lasso biscuits to Wrexham Soccer Club, uh, which is owned by Ryan Reynolds and Rob, Rob McKelney. Did you hear about this? I heard about it. I was totally unaware that they owned that club, though. I must have missed that joke in, in Ted Lasso. Well, yes, I think, I, yeah, I think there was a bit of a, there was a bit of a, a jipe at it in Ted Lasso. And then I think Ryan Reynolds had a bit of a jokey go back at the program so i think there was a bit of going forwards and back but they sent them 50 biscuits so yeah 50 (laughs) boxes of biscuits um apple um possibly exploring open source alternative to arm architecture of course they are why wouldn't they be this is the next day i mean good grief just come on let's get some better reporting out there Apple possibly exploring open source. If they weren't, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, they've got so many engineers, they'd be doing special stuff all the time, wouldn't they? Of course they would. Of course they would. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what I want them to report on are what the possible benefits might be. Hmm. Not just, oh, they're possibly looking at it. I'm, I'm possibly looking at a new car. Is that, wonder, is, that head, is that headlines? <laughs> no. I wonder, why, wonder why they're only concentrating on the arm, though. They might as well do the rest of the body as well. I think, yeah, a few toes should be yeah, thrown exactly. in there. Um, Apple delays the rollout of the controversial child safety features uh, made to make improvements. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And a small subsection of, of the world... Breathes a heavy sigh of relief, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I did have... I thought I had a different uh, heading on that, actually, um, which we might come to. Yeah, Apple stalls the CSAM auto-scan on devices after feedback from everyone on Earth. <laughs> it just made me laugh, that did. Uh, BMW i4 showcases fully integrated Apple CarPlay in instrument cluster. Yeah, they're also doing a fully integrated um, Android system as well. Um, Apple hires two former Mercedes engineers to join the special projects group as Apple car rumours increase. Look, folks, it's not going to be a car. It's going to be a service. It's going to be their system in other people's cars. Right. And if I'm wrong, then I'll eat chocolate. Um, Apple shares hit new all time closing high at one hundred and fifty four dollars and thirty cents. Still going up. Mm hmm. Um, Apple employees share the 2021 Close Your Rings Challenge gift. AirTag designers receive a custom display. Now, I'm not sure why I put that one in, actually. Uh, Why did I put that in? I thought I got a follow-up on that for something else, but maybe I haven't. I may have have thrown a snippet in there, which I meant to take out. But there you go. Users can now transfer WhatsApp chats from iPhone to Android. But guess what, Carl? You need a cable. Well, I guess so. Because <laughs> it's meant to be so. Because that would be a solid link, wouldn't it? So that would mean yes, there's no yes. need for the, the the specific IDs that they use for security. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All good fun. All good fun. Um, 
uh, yeah, and they were talking specifically as well about Samsung Galaxy smartphones. So, uh, oh. yeah. Um, Apple has is facing a probe from the U.S. Labor Board over complaints of hostile working conditions. <sighs> Dun, dun, dun. Who'd have thought it, eh? The way we used to hear about Steve Jobs carrying on. Who'd have thought there was ever problems yeah. at, at, yeah, at, no at Apple? no problems. No problems at the Apple f- at all. The fact that they're made to work God knows how long hours when they're on a thing. Yeah, well. <laughs> Apple are offering free month of showtime through Apple TV channels. I've not seen this. I don't know whether it's just a US-centric uh, thing. Yeah, it must be. Um, uh, yes, so whether it'll come to the rest of the world or not, who knows? But if you're in the States, apparently is a free month of showtime through Apple TV channels. And that, Carl, is the end of Gaz's Snippets. Now, you're fairly quiet. I think we're all waiting, as as you very succinctly put it, we're all waiting for Apple's pre-announcement of the pre-announcement. <laughs> Well, I think it's going to come, like, if you're listening to us from Monday onwards, this week. So, Right. Because so, I think it's going to be the 14th. What, the, pre-anna- what, the pre-announcement of the announcement? Yes. So I yes. think we'll get that about on a Tuesday for Wednesday, something like that, maybe. And, and then hopefully, right. Tuesday week, 14th, that will be the event. Cool. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Because we need something else to talk about. <laughs> All podcasters who do Apple stuff really need something else to talk about other than CSAM and God knows what else and Apple yeah, cars. C- and Yeah, CSAM's getting a bit... Yeah. Anyway, um, Carl, would you very kindly take us out of this section? Well, everyone, please stand by to stand by and we'll safely be right back. Apple produces some amazing products, but then Guy and Gaz get hold of them. And we get the G-Men on the My Mac podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a point deux of this week's mighty My Mac podcast with the G. Oh, no. No, I've done that. I'm like, with the, the, the G. The G man. That's me. And the K man. That's Carl. Um, A-R-V-R. Ooh, I, I like that title. Um, now, Mr. Tim Cookie has gone on and gone on and gone on, although the last few, he's not gone on quite so much, about AR, less VR, but he has been going on quite a lot about AR. However, I would say that AR and VR are both in Apple's future, Um, but VR certainly was not in your future or past up until a few weeks ago, I believe, Carl, when you suddenly had, well, you saw the light as it were. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell us, so, tell us, tell us, tell us a little bit of history about why you thought it's rubbish. I don't want to get involved with it, and then and then how you you've now seen the possibilities that could uh, could be VR. Well, it was all started last weekend. We went to the en- enchanting land of the Isle of Sheppey in England. Yes. Um, yes. So obviously we needed entertainment. Any, anybody, anybody in the United States or outside the UK, if you want to go to a fantastic hidden gem, which is a holiday place in the UK, the Isle of Sheppey is not it. <laughs> so anyway, so 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 we was trying to work out how to get like um, movies and stuff, and obviously I bought my iPad and access to my Plex server back home, uh, and he goes, "Oh, I'll bring my VR helmet." I went. Oh, all right. 
okay, whatever. And he goes, okay. So anyway, so we get there. We we get drunk and various times, and then we sit around most of the time with very little to do other than walk on the beach, which gets boring after four hours. So anyway, so he pulled it out, his VR helmet, and <laughs> I put it on. What? That. <laughs> don't don't be so vulgar. <laughs> so I, I slipped it. I went, oh, well, I must if I try. Because my my recollection of VR helmets were yeah. those things from the 80s or the 90s, I can't remember. Yeah. Big, pl- big plastic like helmet thing yes. over your head, yeah. Yeah. which you clamp down. And then you looked at some... And your head started leaning over to one yeah. side with the weight. Yeah, because they were heavy. Yeah. Yeah. There was a cable trailing out the back of our mic before. Um, and then you watched like some slightly thicker stick people do a dance around a grid on you. Oh, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> this is going to go far. Right. But no, so I slipped this thing on, and it's an Oculus Quest 1 he had. And it starts you off in your own little habitat, your right. home, I think they call it. Right. And I put this thing on, and I couldn't believe it. I was sort of like, what the hell? Because he had it, he was like in this apartment on this like mountainside. And I could see off into the distance through the mountains and the sun setting. And I could look behind me and I could see his like entertainment system over there. And it looked amazing. And then he showed me another one. It was on a spaceship. So you're looking, you're going through space and you think, what the flip? <laughs> and it's like, this is real. I mean, obviously it's not real. It's still like graphics, but you still, the depth and everything, the detail, and it feels solid. Everything looks solid. Um, and then we played some games. He showed me some games, some roller coaster ones, which whatever. But uh, then he showed me some games, which were really fun to play. And then the thing that solved me after going through all this COVID nonsense for the last year and a half was there's these two apps, um, one called Big Screen, and it basically it puts you in a cinema. Right. You can go into an actual cinema and you can watch your films from Plex or if you've got them stored on the device or on your computer. So, so, because so, you did mention this when on on Friday, so I wanted to ask a question here, which may sound a really stupid question. So, you you put this helmet on, right, and you're in this virtual room, which has now been created as a cinema. So, you're actually sitting in a cinema, and and you mentioned you know, all the seats are there, and you can change yep. your position. Do you still stand up, or do you actually sit down? No, you sit down. So physically, you sit down as well. Someone has to put chair, which yeah. you can't see because you've got your headset on. No, so you, so you set it up. So you're in the seating position already, and then yeah. you set it, up, and then okay. you go in there, and okay. then you just sit there, and then you look to your left and to your right, and you see all the bench, all the other chairs out going either side of you, in front of you. Uh, in big screen, you can pick where you want to sit, so you can sit right at the front and crane your neck upwards to look at the darn thing, <laughs> yeah. or you yeah. can sit right at the back, you know. Uh, and and you see all the, the heads. Do you see all the heads of the other people? Is there well, no, no there's. You can you know you can have private viewings where it's just you. Yeah. But if you've got a PC, not a Mac, unfortunately, but a PC, oh, right. use an application you can put on the PC which will allow you to stream movies to I think it's up to five friends, and they can see the movie with you at the same time if they've got an Oculus. So you could if so set. if you had a group of you all got an Oculus, you could actually have a bit of a let's go to the cinema, and you, yeah. could you then see them in that room? You see them as their VR as their VR, yes, of course, of course. But you... <laughs> and then you're, you're controlled because it's your can cinema. Can you throw things at them so that yes. it hits them on the back so, of the head? And they... yes, <laughs> yes, you can. So when, 
<laughs> so what you do is you've got a menu and you can pull up the menu and you've got things in there like a, 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 like a soda type drink. You've got a bag of popcorn, box, a box of popcorn and a tomato and a selfie stick. Selfie stick, obviously you take photos of whatever's going on around you. And then the popcorn you can throw at people and the, the drink you can throw at people and the, the tomato you can lob at people as well. Brilliant. And it's, it's, it's basically just how I remember my cinema. But except the security guy's not going up and down the stairs every five minutes checking no one's filming the film. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, it's it's so, so good so, and it's it's ne- so it changes everything. So so you said one thing to us actually on Friday night, which I, I, you haven't mentioned yet. And I'm going to bring up something about the armrest. <laughs> so I was always one particular um, quiz, not quiz, but um, mystery type things. Uh, games and I thought there was. I'm sitting. I'm next to a cabinet, right? and I can see the cabinet there. And it looks this nice grain. It looks real. It's like almost photorealistic, realistically real. Yeah. And I went and let my arm on it, and of course it doesn't exist. So I just like slightly to the side. Um, this was before I injured myself. Otherwise, I would have just cried. <laughs> right, but yeah, I mean, it does. It does for you. It's amazing. And then you get a real weird sense when you take the darn thing off and join reality again for a little while. So did, did yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Did, did it make you feel ill at all or, you know, queasy or a bit dizzy? So, so the games and services you can buy within the Oculus stores, they are rated. So some are comfortable, some are medium and some are like, uh, like well, I think they call it extreme or something like that. And if you're new... You can, there is possibility to get motion sickness, but apparently the more you use it, the more your brain adapts to it and you can overcome it over time. Right. But they try and, they try and like sort you out, they hold your hand through the whole process. Yeah. Um, so it's not that jarring. And if you think like um, space, they feel, because oh, I've always thought, you know, seen the YouTube videos of people walking into walls, smashing their TV sets and stuff <laughs> like that. So that's, that's, that's another like minus in the column, you know, that I've always thought. But on, on the Quest 2, or on the Quest at least, um, when you first pull it on, or every time you pull it on if you want, you can um, scan your room and map out an area with with the controller, like right. you're painting the floor. Yeah. And then if you're playing a game and you go anywhere near that barrier, the game fades away and reality comes through the headset. Because I was going to say, do you have to have a physical barrier, but it creates a virtual barrier for you? Mm. Yeah. And if you poke your head out, it snaps back to reality. So it's you know through the it looks like lidar um, images coming through, oh, cool. but it's 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 fantastic. I mean, I never I've never in my life. I mean, I know when I moved from PC to Mac, or I, I changed my view fairly quickly. Like it was over a couple of weeks when I I finally learned how to use the Mac over the PC. Yeah, but this was. Instant. It was like five seconds and I was converted. I wow. could not believe what I'd been missing out for so long. And it really did kick myself because like all through this COVID stuff, I could have virtually had one of these, if not the two, the one, definitely. But oh it was such a nightmare. So and, So go on. Go on. No, and I was just like when I when I was thinking about my mates who have like Dean's got one, for example, and my mate Paul who bought it. They told me, but they never expressed how good it was. And that's what, you know, I'd sum up with these things like, oh, yeah, but what about this? And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, you might have a point. No, no, counteract the point. Stick with your principles and say, no, that's rubbish because they've adapted to that now. And 
Oh, yeah, they, so so what they didn't um, convey to you was the the impressive change mm. that they when they first put it on, and then they got used to saying, "Yeah, it's quite good actually. It's not bad." Yeah, it's good. I, I mean, it it could have something to do with the fact that for a long, long time in the UK here, all we could do was Zoom calls and FaceTime yeah, calls and things yeah, like this. Yeah. Where this, like the VR stuff in this, you're there, you're there with your friend. I mean, you can hear him in your head because it's got it's got. Earphones, well, not earphones, but you've got speakers in the, in in the both. Oculus yeah. itself. Yeah. And uh, so, does it? So, do you, are you saying because I, I actually did? Um, Mike Potter did a um, a conference, um, a, a MacStock conference, and he used I can't remember the name of the application now, but it was an online application, uh, and they were testing it out, and it was a room, so you could mm. you could actually hear people talking in the distance, and you could put your avatar on screen to move closer to them and they got louder and then you could then join in with that conversation because you could hear it clearly so it was like being in a, a large room with lots of people around you talking um and anybody close to you you could hear them quite clearly with the distance mur- distant murmur in the background which was really really cool actually so yeah. i'm sure that oculus have got something very similar so over the past year when obviously families have been separated if everybody had got one of those i assume that they did could have done a meeting room where you could do a virtual hug as it were with everybody and, and be chatting to them like you would in the real word world mm-hmm. he says air quoting or make hand gestures to them, as you know, yeah, every guy will which do. You, when... Which you do in the real world yeah. as well. That's yeah, what you do all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Behind the but back, yeah. behind the back, but now they've got it digitally enhanced, so they know that you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you know, and it just led me to think we've often heard uh, Tim Cook, as you say, going about AR and VR, and I've always went, yeah, whatever, okay, whatever. But, you know, because we've all had held the phone up to our faces in some cheap little plastic box from yeah. China. Yeah, and like it's it's not good. It's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. It's totally, totally different. So, so um, you're are you now desperate for Apple to enhance and actually because because can you only use this with um you know the decent games with um a PC or is it its own yeah. OS system? So if you want the high res deep you know things like Star Wars Squadrons and things like that, you need a PC to run that, and then that runs via a cable to the oculus however there are workarounds where you don't need cable but you still need the pc to do all the processor chugging right um but considering you know this is the oculus 2 they're going to reach a point where they're going to put better graphics in as they everything keeps updating um but then i'm i've start that's when i started thinking and getting more excited about what tim cook has been saying where vr and ar and vr has its place like it's great you know, if you want to play games and relax and, and things like this. But the AR stuff, if it's... if it's Because I've always had this problem about how they show the images that close to your eye and you can still read them. Yeah. Because I think, how's that? How's, I can't understand how it's possible. But obviously Google did it with the... Um, um, I forgot what they called it. Google Glass. Google, Google Glass. Yeah, so I couldn't, have, I couldn't get it to work for me when my mate lent me his one. But, um, but if they can do that and they can bring out glasses that are... Uh, acceptable for you know a large part of the apple community then that that could be game changer i know they won't be able to do things like you see in movies where you walk along the street and everybody's id pops up and what they love and what they hate because privacy reasons obviously yes absolutely but but just like for shops maybe like they've got a sale on here or or you can turn this stuff off or if you're driving this is the way this is the speed limit where you are you're currently over the speed limit slow down you idiot and things like this i mean you know 
your bike, like your bike's about to break in half. Get off. Yeah, that would be a yeah. handy little yeah. thing yeah. to have yeah. known. But, uh, you know, if you're meeting up with someone and it shows you exactly where they are in the world and as yeah. you approach them, it, get, it gets, um, they get bigger. And while you're having a conversation with them, obviously, over the speakers and stuff. I mean, there's, there's so many possible applications, and they've all been opened up to me just because I stuck this, this Oculus Quest 2 on my head. Now, how much better, um, from a quality perspective of imagery, is the Quest 2 over the, the or the Oculus 1 or, and 2? I'm not sure what the names are. So is it is it Oculus 1 and then Oculus Quest, and that's no, so known as the 2, or, or what's the naming qu- convention? There's a few of them. So there's the Rift. It's just the one right. from Oculus. The okay. Rift is, the I believe, the one that connects to directly, and it needs a PC to run, Okay, I think, because it's hardwired. Whereas the Quest and the Quest 2 are more like you, you're on your own. You, you, you step away. There's no Stand cables. Alone. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, the only thing is now, because Facebook bought Oculus, with the Quest 2, you have to have a Facebook account. Oh. So that might, I know, that might deter some people, but you can just put a blank account in. I, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got, a, I've got a Facebook account, so I don't have a problem with it. But I, I do feel it's just, you know, one more company trying to make sure that they're gathering mm. as much uh, information as, as they possibly can. So uh, if Apple are thinking about doing it, then I'd, I'd just hope that they they move on but anyway we're getting a, a, away from that so so there's two there's two versions of oculus then and what's the difference in the uh, quality of the graphics well when i tried my my mate's quest one i could see the pixels there you know right and, and the quest two has got supposedly 50 percent more pixels um it's it's slightly bigger than 1080p i can't i think it was what 19 something i can't remember but um i like i say i, I sat in the front of the movie screen Movie fear. <laughs> Watching my movie, I think it was Godzilla vs. Kong, I couldn't see a pixel. I mean, I, granted, I'm old. I'm 53 now, so my eyes are not as good as they were in the 20s. But I couldn't see any pixels. It just so, looked perfect to me. So how close do you think that process is, Carl, of you actually being involved in the movie? <laughs> well... I don't know. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No. Because imagine a horror movie. It'd be terrible. Yeah. I can imagine coming out of a horror movie with PTSD. <laughs> yeah, there's going to have to be some restrictions. I get that. Yeah. But uh, do, you, do, you, do you think that's a possibility? I mean, the, the, the thing is with, it's like the 3D stuff. You know, it, when it first came out, and I think people are still a bit adverse to wearing the glasses, and I am to a certain degree. But some of the 3D stuff really was overbaked in terms of how much better um, uh, an experience it gave you within the movie theatre. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can imagine, not not so much going to the movie theatre, so watch out movie theatres, but if this can give you a great experience totally immersed in the movie itself so almost being part of it that could be a, an absolute game changer as well but the scripting and everything's got to be right then they've got to do that correctly because it was a, it was all a bit force fed with 3d i think initially well there are i mean there's also not just um commercial movies and stuff there's things on youtube and there's a couple of other sites as well where they're dedicated vr experiences and i right. watched one the other day yeah and it's a, a Russian rocket blasting off. So firstly, you're circling the rocket as it's getting ready and blasts off into space. And then you go out the flipping airlock with the guy. And it's like, I never want to go into space, ever. Because when you look into the void of space, you think, 
we are totally insignificant. And it's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it was a thing I'd never even considered. You know, you've seen all the Pope, you know, things on TV and stuff over the years. But until I saw this big marble in front of me and the voidness of space behind me, I just think, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> we're all alone. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Oh, my cool. God. So any anything else that you really uh, as as I mean because I, I know that you're actually you're actually quite looking forward to almost getting it on the head now and and using it on a regular basis. Now that brings up the, the 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 question about um battery life. Yes. Uh it takes about you can get about 2 hours of battery life out of the thing. You can buy an additional strap or third party straps that add another battery on the back of the the device so you just plug it in and charge from that you can and you can get anything like you can get one of these ankle anchor uh power banks and just connect it via the usb-c cable and have that strapped to the back of the helmet somehow uh, and that works fine as well so you don't specifically need anything you just need a power pack and a, a, a usb cable if you want to extend it beyond the two hours charging takes about two and a half hours right right yeah i can imagine you sat there strumming your fingers waiting for the charge to go up <laughs> go 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 <laughs> yeah. but of course we have this running joke on the show yeah where every time i buy a bit of phot- photographic gear it rains the <laughs> following weekend so yes. here i have yeah. i've now yeah, bought uh, because yeah for anybody who doesn't know um carl carl likes to go out and do a bit of videography um and he, he keeps buying lots of little little bits of extra stuff just to give him that little extra edge uh, and quality on his videos and every time he does this he can't get out there because uh, it obviously the weather is uh not allowing him to no so here we are I bought this thing that you can get up and move around and enjoy yourself and exercise with, which is fantastic, by the way. You build up a sweat doing the exercise games. And now I fell off my bike and I can barely move. So, <laughs> yeah. great. Yes, we were having a little bit of a laugh about your boxing because you've been doing some boxing mm. exercise, haven't I was. you? Yeah. I, I can imagine wearing the Oculus as well doing boxing. That would be interesting. It's fantastic because, uh, like the, the uh, I've got this is going to sound disgusting. Right, so the balls fly at you at your face, and then you you punch them with the gloves, which are obviously the controllers, and there's a bit of force feedback every time you make a connection. Right, and it feels really satisfying, and there's a nice like poop poop sound goes along with it. It actually makes it feel like you're punching them, and and it's really <laughs> it's the most entertaining workout I've ever had, and it makes you want to do it again. Not like oh, I can't do. 50 reps at the gym for god's sake listening to a load of people go oh over in the corner you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, actually spitting at you yeah yeah not so nice that not so nice well everybody i think carl who who's now actually a salesman for oculus (laughs) by the sound of it um, fire me is there anything else you want to tell us about the oculus or no i mean i i so in the UK, the one I got is 300 quid. That's a lot of money. But if you know someone that's got one, and ask to try it. Ask to try it out. And I think you'll be quite amazed. As long as they've got all their settings done properly, you'll be quite amazed. Obviously, when you get it, it takes a little while to like lock in all the settings so you can see perfectly out of it. But there's videos, as usual, there's YouTube videos up the yin-yang of how to do <laughs> yeah. these things. Yes. So it doesn't take long to work it out nowadays. Excellent. Cool. Well, it's really interesting. I, I, I'm actually now probably more excited about the possibility of, of Apple doing something with, with oh, yeah. VR 
Um, I know, I, th- I think I personally thought there was a lot more opportunity for Apple when it comes to AR, but it sounds like really both worlds are going to be equally uh, opportunistic for Apple moving forward. So come on, Tim, if you listen to us, because I know you do really, I know you don't want to admit it, but I know you listen to it. Pull your finger out. Get that next big thing so you can retire. And it's got to be VR slash AR, but more on the VR, apparently. Um, with, you know, not just arcade games, please. <laughs> no, I, I know the HoloLens and all those other things exist as well, but I've never tried any of them, so I don't know what they were like. Cool. Anyway, I think I'm nodding my head, Carl. Mm-hmm. Because I'm agreeing and I've enjoyed that little piece that you did. Hit it, lovely. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. And no extras here. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guy. Um, in Spotlight, once you find a file, if you want the location, press Command R. And it basically goes into the folder of that file, just nice and quick. I I think I've oh, done wow. this. I think I've done this before, and it's something I always forget. Now I don't know about you, Carl, but when you search for something in Spotlight, you always see it, and you don't actually want the file. You want to go to that location. Mm-hmm. Um, so Command R, it takes you to that location in Finder. Nice. And hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? You see, now I'm almost expecting myself the zip boing. Boing. He gets it, doesn't he? He gets into your head, that man. Um, Okay. Um, So I think we're going to end the show now. I think we've. uh, put out a, a bit of a longer show than I anticipated, to be honest with you. So, Carl, have you got any pieces of information that you'd like to share with the, the wonderful listeners uh, about what you do, where you can be found, all of that malarkey? Uh, well, you can basically only find me, uh, well, you can find me on Oculus now, if you've got an account there, <laughs> Claw0101 on Oculus, uh, if you want to come and challenge me at boxing. When I can box again, uh, I don't know when that will be. But uh, yeah, or you can come and listen to us and the rest of the gang of of Alan, Steve and Dean over on the uh, Mac and Forth show. Uh, Just seek out macandforth.com or look for us on your favourite podcatcher of choice. Excellent. Thank you very much. And thanks very much for uh, coming on to the show. Uh, Very last minute, only just a couple of days, but um, it made me put out a show. So well done. Well done. Now, ironically, I said that because I wanted to listen to it on Monday and now I'm not going in on Monday. So that's a... (laughs) The oh the irony, all the yeah. irony. But you'll listen to it anyway. Yeah, maybe says maybe. As maybe. as Alan calls it, is a vanity listen. <laughs> I like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can contact Guy by uh, sending an email to guy g u y at mymac dot com. You can also you can also contact him um, on the twitters. Um, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. You can also <laughs> contact him. I think, it, in fact, he's got a new email address as well, which is podcast at vertshark.com. Um, I, now, I can't remember. Has he got a Twitter vertshark as well? I think he might yes. also have a vertshark Twitter address. So, yes. uh, twitter.com forward slash vertshark. 
yes, I just wanted to play that again, really. So, and if anybody's missing it, because uh, I know Guy is. He's the guy. And his name was Guy. No fool one. Yeah, they <laughs> can't stand it unless I do that. Um, now, you can contact me, uh, gaz at mymat.com. That's G A Z. Gaz at mymat.com. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. G A Z. Gaz. M A Z. Gaz. <laughs> um, that's on Twitters. You can also contact Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G Y A N D G A Z. Call in all cars. Excellent, excellent. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com, F W E D B A C K at mymac.com. And we've got a Skype number. I'm just going to do it quickly plus one, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. If you're um, on Skype directly, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one directly. There's a few people that use it. Go on, go for it. You might even get a special reward, which we might tell you about next week. So thank you again, Carl, for coming on. Um, My pleasure. I'd like to thank all of the listeners for downloading and listening, as Guy likes to uh, emphasise. Um, we do really appreciate the fact that you listen. Now, that's only meant for those people who listen, of course. Um, and I think, Carl, that we're good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. And apparently, wilf, wilf, doggone it, people, well, some people, like us. Yay. Yay. Now, there's no... Uh, silly language this week but Carl I met a girl the other night at a at a nightclub who said she'd show me a good time uh-huh. when we got outside she ran a 40 metre dash in just 4.5 seconds <laughs> and <laughs> thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac podcast you can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac podcasting network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Music.